Oh yes, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Do that. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning, morning Jim. Morning, Peter. How are we doing? Um, I'm good. I was um, drove in this morning listening to Absolute Radio. Did That's you? the kind of guy I am. Company man. How did you find it? Oh, it's tremendous. I'll tell you what I thought this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Berry came on, and you know, Ma- 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 Matt Berry does um, occasional uh, links, oh, yeah. regular links on the show. And he did one about I Ain't Afraid of No Ghosts. I can't do the voice. No. Uh, I Ain't Afraid of No Ghosts. Okay. Can you? Can you do Matt Berry? <laughs> No, but I can do Ray Parker Jr. Oh no, no, this is. Um, oh. uh, so yeah, so I friend, but but I don't like those um, those really, but those big wasps you get on the continent are terrifying, right? Or words, I've probably spotted a bit. And I really laughed out loud in the car, and I thought, how lucky we are to have Matt Berry doing those things. Genuinely funny. Oh, okay. He is. Those oh, links are normally fan. just mundane fillers. Yes, you're right. And he's made them a little artful. Yeah. Well done, Matt Berry. That's how I'm starting the show. What about Is that? It? Yeah. How lovely with a bit of a tribute. Exactly. Well, we've got some tributes to you coming in, Frank. Would you like to what hear? What you talking about, Willis? I mean, I say tributes. <laughs> oh, okay. Poor. I mean, it's a loose interpretation of the word tribute. <laughs> Our sort of a tribute. Paul Hughes from Gateshead. Um... That word's never been said that way. <laughs> Gateshead. Um, hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. I've just listened to your podcast, so that'll be from last week's show, and I have a query about the second series of Frank's sitcom, Shane. Ah, uh, yes. You may recall we were discussing that, Frank. Yes, we were. We were discussing a fact. I, d- I don't know. I'd love to hear from any um, broken-down um, writers or actors mm. who've ever filmed a whole series that was edited <laughs> and never put out. I, th- I think yeah. it must mm. be fairly rare. According to someone on YouTube, it was eventually broadcast on the Paramount Comedy Channel. Have you got your manager on the phone? Nice. Supposedly, Matthew Kelly's character had an affair with Shane's mother-in-law and there was an episode where Shane gets stuck in a lift at the cinema. Does any of this check out... Frank Skinner. Well, uh, the Ma- the Matthew Kelly is is incorrect. Oh. The there was one where we got <gasps> stuck in, but I don't know if that was first series or, or oh, last okay. series. Well, it's a while ago now as well, isn't it? Yeah. And, I remember um, there was a reference to uh, the Pink Panther's pelt in that. Good alliteration. <laughs> See, yeah. it was dense with good jokes, that show. Oh, that's why it didn't make television. Well, quite. <laughs> well, Gar- Gary Godwin has Gary some... Godwin. Gary Godwin. More he'll... alliteration. He'll... Yeah, yeah. he'll be a nice friend for Frank. <laughs> GG, we call him. Yeah. Uh, he's got some good news. He says Trump has pardoned Shane too. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been. We can't do much imagine? breaking news on this show, do we? <laughs> that would have broke the internet. That would be, just people thinking, hold on, what, what, is, what does this even mean? <laughs> you in there with all those wrestlers from the nineties? Oh man, that would have been. That would have been really something. And of course, retrospectively, it would have completely changed my view of his four years. Yeah, <laughs> of course, absolutely. <laughs> We've also had a lot of uh, feedback on the celebrity pilot front, haven't we, Al? Oh, we have. Um, We've got... What was... Oh, yes, the celebrity pilot. Yes, um, uh, yeah, celebrity aviators, I think we called them, but it was basically famous people who've got a uh, uh, pilot's licence. Yeah, I don't think it would work quite so well with non-famous people who've got a pilot's licence. Why is it called a pilot's licence? They would just be called pilots, wouldn't they? But but we all have a driving licence. We don't have a driver's licence. I think it's also called driver's licence, though, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Not not in our house. All right. (laughs) Never. Susan Smith has cited... uh, She says one celebrity pilot who used to have a half-share in a small plane is Lembit Opic. Really? The former MP who briefly became a stand-up comedian. 
Now, I'm surprised because Lambert Opic, if I remember rightly, was a paraglider. And that's how he got... You know, his chin is... Uh, <laughs> Didn't you also see him on a Segway? I did see him on a He's Segway. He's on all the transport. But the way I saw him was... Cheeky girl. I saw the Segway <laughs> in the distance and I thought, what kind of a... <laughs> would be on a Segway coming over. And there it was, Lemby. Touch, yeah, touch my bum, this I, is live. I think... Uh, <laughs> I think... Uh, he, 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 uh, yeah, he, he fell out of a paragliding thing. You think that would put him off all the aerial sports? But no, he kept going. <laughs> What's he doing now, Lemby? What's Lemby Opic doing? 8, 12, 15. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Skinner. On Absolute Radio. We were dis- <laughs> discussing celebrity aviators. You'd mm. also come up with qu- one of your most extraordinary textings ever, which is, what is Lemby Opic currently up to? Oh, yeah, what yeah. is he up to? But we we know, don't we? The person most likely to answer this is Lembit. Yes. Do you think he'll be in touch? He I came think to, someone will text I him. mentioned him on stage once at um, the Lyric Theatre in Shaftesbury Avenue, mm. and by the time the interval had come round, he'd arrived. Wow! Someone had texted him, and he 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 hot tailed over town to be at the show. <laughs> That's the joy of the Segway. You can get there quick. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Gabriella, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. He's cheeky. I, I, I didn't think you'd know the uh, <coughs> the names of the cheeky guys. <coughs> I didn't actually. But oh, okay. did you no. not? Ermia and Gabriella. Oh, lovely work! Thank <laughs> and the mother is Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're still working. God bless them. Yes. Uh, surprise celebrity Very nice ladies, can I say. I've worked with them. They were lovely ladies. (laughs) You've worked with them all? I spent a televised New Year's Eve with them once. Did Did you? Yes, you know those New Year's Eve... You know those sort of shows when you're there, the friends working, and you have to pretend it's New Year's Eve? Have you ever done that? Uh, Oh... I'm Top. sure they do. Well, I'm, I'm presuming the Hootenanny is pre-recorded. My, isn't my it? normal so. tactic is to pretend it isn't New Year's <laughs> Eve when it is. <clears throat> yeah. So I go to bed at half nine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Hootenanny this year wasn't. I mean, I know there's a bit of boogie woogie piano always. He went absolutely. Did he? But this year? It was mad. He really let it go. He did. Yeah. Maybe he, he always thought it was his last. It's interesting because he played <laughs> piano with. Oh, well, he played piano with Rick Waitman. Oh, did he? Oh, he didn't. Did he have a cape? And Waitman? I thought that's what it is. I've often listened to Jules Holland playing boogie woogie piano and thought there's something missing here. And I tell you what it is, it's the right hand. You need another hand. <laughs> it's what I can. It's basically <laughs> do 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 do. And then um, Rick Waitman's going. Din, 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 din. And I thought, oh yeah. That's the other bit. But then you're like your brother, Keith, you like a bit of prog rock. Yeah. Well, I never really got into prog. Ah, Keith did big time. But oh, he liked the dirtier it. end. He liked things like <laughs> uh, Bloodwind Pig and the pretty things and stuff. I don't know if they did. He never you know, I never went down the yes route. Or did he know. not? It was a bit no. vanilla for him. Uh, surprise celebrity aviators, Frank. Go on. Dave Roberts puts forward Bruce Dickinson, lead singer oh, of Iron Maiden. Last year, he's one of the main ones. Being so. a qualified airline pilot is just one of his many talents. And then, uh, did we mention? Oh, I thought we were going to get a list then. No. <laughs> yeah, he did Bargain Hunt, didn't he? Yeah, he does a really good spaghetti bolognese. Just <laughs> a list of talents. Um, Chris Ancliffe, and apologies, I don't know if we shared this uh, last week too, but I once flew to Corsica on Astraeus Airlines and Bruce Dickinson was the pilot. I once, um, speaking of my failed sitcoms, I did one called Blue Heaven and we had a thing where... That wasn't failed though, that went out, didn't it? It was was all right. If we measure success by it being broadcast... It's by broadcast, (laughs) yeah, okay. It was broadcast. Um... Blue Heaven, open brackets, broadcast, <laughs> close brackets. And one of them, I pretend that I'd had a breakdown and I thought I was Napoleon. There was a time when mental health was sort of synonymous with thinking you were a po- Napoleon. That All right. Sort of a, that right. It was a cliché. Yeah. Mm. It was a cliché, I accept that. And the guy said, uh, the doctor said to my friend, um, who was speaking on my behalf, can he speak French? And my friend said, of course he can. 
<laughs> he said, okay. He said, no, no, Corsican. He speaks Corsican. <laughs> Um, I don't think there's a language Corsican, but even so, there is the language of comedy, and <laughs> let's speak that. Frank on Absolute Radio. Mm. I was thinking about your uh, your musing. What is Lembit Opic up to now? Oh yeah. Mm. And uh, pre-pandemic, I would have automatically guessed after dinner speaking. Oh maybe. Oh, yeah. But it's gone, hasn't it? Nobody talks mm. after dinner now. They go straight to bed. He hasn't joined. <laughs> yeah. You know what people do now is who leave the major parties is they join new parties. Oh, yeah, there was a period of that, wasn't there? Little parties. Yes. And then those parties kept changing their names so nobody yeah. could keep up with oh, it. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like the heavyweight championship of the world alphabet. <laughs> so, <laughs> can I say um, it's, um, it's Faye's birthday today. Um, who is our assistant producer, I think. Is I believe official. it's on Thursday right. the birthday. I think she's the red-haired Thursday girl the birthday. spectacles. Is it Thursday the birthday? <laughs> yeah, Thursday. Oh, yes. Well, it's this way. What a TH in there, the same, It's actually the same day as mine. Yeah. You both, you share a birthday. Or birthday. Yeah, with Nicholas Sarkozy as well, I think. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's what she said on, on her card message. My card message to Faye was, who are you? Mm, because um, blunt, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, no, it's just that because of COVID, we we don't go out for our brunches and stuff anymore. So I don't really get to know the staff. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's my idea of Russian roulette. A man of my advancing years spends three hours in a small studio with a young person on their birthday weekend. Um, <laughs> she, I mean, the Friday night illegal rave. 600 people in a small room. <laughs> that must have been irresistible, surely, for Faye. <laughs> we'll soon find out. So I got my gifts this morning, yeah. and uh, it was a lovely moment when the producer did the thing that my um, my partner does. What's that? So I started opening a gift, and she said, no, 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 do that. open that one. <laughs> first. You know, you get the yes. running order of gifts, and the person <clears throat> yeah. decides which one you... Oh. Yeah. I mean, I felt under stress. But I have got... One of the things I've got is um, shower gel. Now, I'm told by the producer, Sarah, that this is cheap shower gel and expensive shower gel. Would well, you yeah. remember you discussed this as a... Uh, one, of, one of the comedy links on this very show where you were using expensive oh, shower gel. One of our gel. comedy links. Yeah. Yeah. Or as I call it, one of our little comedy links. Yeah. Yeah. One of our skits. <laughs> I believe you, you you were using expensive shower gel for whole body and then uh, cheap shower gel for, for, the, for, the, the, for darker, uh, the darker areas. Yeah. The, dark, the dark meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, absolutely gross. Yeah, cheap stuff for the dark meat. Well, the, the stuff that she, she got me two Goodness. little things. They're called Original Sauce, and it's zesty lemon and tea tree and you, tingly Frank, mint. Well, can we I just, think that'll make the... Can um, we just clarify, that'll Al? That'll be quite tingly. The way Frank pronounced that, it's Original Sauce. You said Original Sauce. Oh, and no. that's a very different thing. Yeah. Okay, uh, no, yes. and it's not going to get rid of those. They've been collected from medieval <laughs> beggars <laughs> and blended into this. Um, no, but the thing is with original sauce, is she, she's given me this as the cheap stuff. Now, I remember being sent some original sauce, a, a display case of original mm. sauce mm. in the 90s when people used to send me nice stuff. And uh, I still get it to the radio show, but it's, it's a trickle compared to a torrent. And um, I remember thinking, wow, this is poshed off and they've sent me this free, I must be doing really well. Now, retrospectively, I discover it's the sort of stuff you get off on the market <laughs> next to the slightly cloudy white chocolate. Well, can I give you my, uh, what do we call it? Not tenuous celebrity claim to fame or something. Sorry, the, the, the arm's gone on my oh, chair. Sorry. Mine is, uh, what did we call that, Frank? We did it once. Not tenuous claim to fame. No, something. it was, i tell you what, it, it was... Um, I'll let you ruminate, but I'll... left field something, claim yes, to fame. Left field claim to fame. I know the man that designed the font on the original source bottle. Ooh. Do you? And he is the son of Law, who designed the spitting image puppets. Ooh, Thank you very Roger much. Roger Law. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, Gem would, Law. Would you get him to sign this? <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
Do you remember? Do you remember? Um, <laughs> when um, a few weeks ago we had a text in about the uh, most interesting thing you've ever seen happening in a park. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? BSF, of course. I do. Keep it daytime if you're going to suggest anything. BSF, as I say, uh, breakfast show friendly. (laughs) I'm not suggesting we go back to it, but I was on Hampstead Heath this week um, doing one of those hour walks, and I saw a man um, running backwards... Now, I'd look to Al Did for you? this because he's our... He's Norman Hunter. Yeah, he's the exercise um, well, <laughs> correspondent. He was, he was... I mean, he was... Um, he wasn't like a man in a suit running backwards. He was in the running gear. Right. But he was running backwards quite quickly. Oh. And uh, he'd occasionally look over his shoulder. But I think the idea was we just got out the way because, you know, he was running back. Bold move. Mm. But I was... I was think looking to you, Al, is this a... Th- is this a... Exercise thing. I've never heard of it as a thing, and I think it's quite high risk with the kids off school because surely they're just. They're I wouldn't say they were somebody's off school. Somebody's going <laughs> to crouch behind him right in the path that he's going in and topple him, um, and hilarity ensues. That would have been a bad. When I was a schoolboy, I would have loved to have seen someone running backwards because we would have just immediately done that. Well, that's died died out now. When I was a schoolboy, you would work in pairs, and <laughs> one of you would kneel behind someone, and then you would talk to the person they're kneeling behind, and then just push them over. Yeah, um, it's a great early example of teamwork, team oh, judo. Really? But no, so you don't. You're not aware of it as, as a not aware of. Rishi, I mean, I'm not th- aware of running backwards. Hill he? sprints are a thing. Hill running. That's a thing. No, but and sprinting is but, a thing. But, but they're still running. running. But they're still running in a relatively normal fashion. What backwards? Yeah. No, I'm saying Al's hills. On those yeah, ones. Exactly. Yeah. Also, there was this noise. Uh, uh, oh, really? That's uh, no, no, a no, no, there wasn't. Maybe his name was Laurie. I associate it with. Um, I got heard it. Um, <laughs> I, I associate it with um, football referees. Oh yeah, they do a lot. They of do that. a lot of running oh, back. Yes. He didn't look. Maybe he was in training to be a ref. No, he looked too old. The uh, only other people who do are paparazzi photographers do it. Oh yeah, that's true. I believe, but yeah, you're right. It's it's very much. This the... could be another niche text in. Who runs backwards? <laughs> who runs? <laughs> who backwards has, who runs backwards uh, on a professional basis? Mm. If anyone's aware of the um, of the of it as an as an exercise, then I'd be interested. Mm. To yeah, know. I'd like to know. But I tell you what, because we talked about interesting things, I watched a couple of weeks ago because my son supports Tottenham Hotspur. I watched um, Tottenham Hotspur versus Marine. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if you're aware of Marine, but they are. Um, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but a small non-league club, mm. right? And uh, Tottenham played at their ground, and Marine, at Marine, it was quite shocking seeing it on the telly. People's houses are literally—you could just sit and have your dinner and watch <laughs> oh. watch an FA Cup tie. You could, you know, you could be watching um, Gareth Bale. And I thought you could have a text in what uh, again BSF breakfast show friendly. What's yeah. the most interesting thing you've seen from your window? Because. <laughs> yeah. um, this, I mean, it was incredible. Just seeing it was incredible. It was like um, someone had juxtaposed <laughs> an ordinary street next to a big football match. I said juxtaposed. <laughs> I know. In case there's we're, anyone out we're there proud of you. wondering. I think we got through it. Congratulations. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We're yeah. talking about... Um, most interesting thing you've seen from your... By the way, on the subject of the FA Cup, um, <laughs> it's less... It's this weekend, again, the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing that was always said about the FA Cup, I mean, this is a non-football thing, is that there was a major jolt to the national grid oh, yeah. at half-time oh, in yeah. the FA Cup final because everybody made a cup of tea. Yeah. Now that the cup final has been slightly demoted, mm. I think it's fair to say, so that whereas league managers used to be asked about an upcoming league game and they'd say, it's like a cup final for us. Now I think they're in a cup final and they say, God, it's like a league game. <laughs> it's just another game <laughs> for us. Um, I... Um, does it still? Do they still get the jolt? I bet they t- where does the jolt happen now? 
Well, what, the National Grid? Yeah. Well, you're absolutely right, because it was more when TV events were a thing, before the youngsters were streaming. You would get that. Yeah. I remember Who Shot JR also had a National Grid search. Did that have a... Yes. I believe um, when the Beatles were on one of those talk shows in the States, the crime went down and everything. Uh, per, you know. Yeah, they used to say when Hancock was on, the Tony Hancock, Hancock's half hour, whatever, um... The, the streets were empty of pops yeah. and everything. And when Shane in. 2 was on. When Shane, <laughs> t- <laughs> when Shane 2 is on. <laughs> um, Frank, imagine it. We I, got it brought back I after all this. Um, Do you th- will you be proud of it? Um, I, I, I don't know. There'll be some good jokes in it. <laughs> oh, the way you said it, I don't really know. And it'll be interesting to see some of the older... Uh, actors who are no longer with us working again. <laughs> Can I say, um, I didn't just get cheap shower gel, I also got expensive, what I'm told is expensive. Uh, I'm, and this is quite this is quite fancy looking uh-huh. stuff. This one is called, this is the name of the shower gel. Hmm. It's got a name. The Ritual of Jing. Oh! Which I think is what they call Christmas in Japan. <laughs> It's based on jingle bells. They don't want to go the whole uh-huh. hog on it. And, and it looks lovely, and it says your path to inner peace, oh. which I don't normally associate I with I thought that. we'd got you the ritual of the samurai. Oh, no, we got that as well. Oh, OK. The ritual of samurai groomed to perfection. You, I'm sure you'll know, and I've mentioned it before, that I once, um, when I lived alone in a bedsit, and, um, you know, there were strange times. I was unemployed. Mm. I tried living by the samurai code. Oh, yeah. Yes. And did it for about probably a couple of months. Well, that was why we got you, Samuel. I don't know how Jing found its way in there. No, I don't mind Who's a bit Jing? of Jing. I think it's, again, it's the noise that uh, a Japanese um, <laughs> um, microwave makes when it's done. Um, yes, I tried living by the uh, samurai code. You like, did. Including, famously, their... Um, the samurai make all their decisions within the space of seven breaths. Wow, I've tried that. Have you tried it? I've tried it since you mentioned it. It's quite a long time if you take your time breathing, isn't it? Yeah, but it's in, the interesting thing is it's an approach to decision making. So that the you put all the effort into living with that decision rather yeah. than making it. So you just make it and then whatever it is because often you don't get to make decisions things just happen you live yeah. with them so you mm. do that it's a very Before clever we go to idea the, I know we've got to go but quickly strangest thing you've ever seen outside the window let's just have this as a little taster John Candyman five black rabbits sniffing at a, a drunk lying with his head on the pavement <laughs> brilliant <laughs> wow five black rabbits back in a bit freak <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner Absolute Radio. I, uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on 8.12.15, many have. Oh, and yeah. We'll be reading some of them out in uh, seconds. Mm. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio for the more moderns. And uh, email the show via the Absolute Radio website for you, um, mm. Molly and Roger. Number 37. <laughs> I've been pondering what you said about um, what's the most... In- like one of the textings that you've got running is what's the most interesting thing you've seen out of your window. Mm. And I thought it's probably an indication that I like my street and my current home. I don't think I've seen anything particularly remarkable outside of the window because it's just, you know, everything's going fine. But two properties ago, I did see a violent assault out oh. through a peephole in my uh, former flat, I heard some, you know... Oh, in the corridor? Yeah, it? it was out on the sort of um, entrance where... So it's better to not have anything interesting compared yes. to seeing that. And what, what mm. did you watch it and then go to bed? <laughs> I, think, I think the authorities had been called. Oh, and, well, um, I, like, I like the idea that you'd suddenly uh, reach through a cat flap and grab one of them by the car. No, I wasn't going to do any of that sort of thing. Oh, OK. <laughs> We've had uh, the doc has been in touch. One of our neighbours, this is most interesting thing seen out, or unusual thing seen outside my window, one of our neighbours running up and down the road dressed in a full-size costume of Captain Barnacle's bear, leader of the Octonauts. Oh, yes. Wow. Are you familiar with the Octonauts? I am familiar with the Octonauts. I haven't seen it for a long time, but it's basically Mm, uh, on the sea... 
exploration adventurers. Mm. Yeah. But they're things like pandas and oh. and stuff like that. Okay. I don't want you thinking they're human beings. They're not. <laughs> oh. We've also had a tweet from I Read Books. Okay. Good I... handle. <laughs> Yeah, CB radio driver. <laughs> what have I you got? Re- a, a Yorkie on the dashboard and a, mm-hmm. a filthy teddy strapped to the grill <laughs> of your truck. I at I read books says I was on the number nine bus by Bearwood. Oh yeah, man Is in it going mini to Quinton. <laughs> mm. Bearwood, thanks for the tip. Man in mini outside lane getting dressed as he drove along. Wow. Very wow. Mr Bean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm no expert on the highway code, but I think that is out with its advice. Well, you're probably fine. That's one that slipped through the net, isn't it? You can't be on your mobile phone, but you can get dressed. <laughs> it's probably illegal to be naked in your car, is it? Oh. Do you think so? So maybe, you know, getting dressed becomes... Uh, well, that's yes. Anyway, listen, I had a, I had a post... with the seatbelt. The, the wor- I mean, the most extreme I've gone. Am I okay to say this? I don't know. Let's oh, find we'll, out. We'll edit it out. Um, <laughs> I have worn a bikini top whilst driving. Were you in a convertible? No. Oh, it would have fit, wouldn't it? It fits a convertible. Yeah. Oh, I, thought, I tell you what, the strap, the strap on that seatbelt. Well, you need the beaded oh, on the seatbelt. <laughs> Could probably get caught on the beaded cover. That's a carry-on joke waiting to happen. <laughs> oh, that's it, the bikini top. Yeah. The bikini top anecdote. That'll be looked back on. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, by all the wrong people. <laughs> now, I had, um, I had a card, uh, a parcel, actually, from Johnny Andrews. Um, Johnny Andrews is uh, lives in Auckland in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he was. T- I was talking about, um, if you remember, the uh, the, the swazzles that oh, yeah. um, that Punch and Judy uh, operators mm. put in their mouths to sound naughty, naughty. I can't do it, but you know that. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I've I've got one for my birthday actually from the team, so yeah. soon I'll be able to do that live. I'm going to work at Looking it. Looking forward to that. Okay. Although someone texted in a, a Punch and Judy guy who said he swallowed many of them. Oh yeah. Mm. So it's a risk. What if I choked to death on a swazzle? Mm. It's the terrible thing about it is that not only that you die, but your last words are likely to be. That's <laughs> right, do it. <laughs> anyway, Johnny has sent us some of that. I spoke about the whistling bird uh, whistles. Oh, is that oh, what yeah. these are? Yeah. So you put a little bit of water in, and they sort of chirrup. Oh, so Pellegrino do. So um, yeah, that do. So I've, we got. So I've we've got one each, and I'm suggesting that we um, say in the next link we'll give them a, a try and see if we can get a lovely um, dawn chorus. Okay, okay. Do you remember dawn chorus? Used to uh, work at the uh, at the stag. Very lovely. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've um, we've filled our birds. Um, speak for yourself. I, I hope no one isolates so that and uses it as a trailer. Um, so, be, that'll be a nice trailer for Shane too. So after, after <laughs> at the count of three, you ready, Al? Oh, hang on. M M. Yeah. Okay. At the count of three, here we go. Okay. I mean, it's you know when you see a starling swarming over the West Pier in Brighton at at, um, at, at dusk. That's the sound that you. Mm. I thought it sounded rather beautiful. You know, whilst we were doing that, mm-hmm. I saw the producer who's behind you. She's mm. behind you, Frank. <laughs> yes. Oh no, she is. And she was waving her... You know, like if a policeman was flagging down an errant motorist on the motorway, yeah. waving frantically her hands What's in a so stop it? this now oh, gesture. In ca- oh, I, I think it's... What I'm saying is Some I think it sounded issue. atrocious. Oh, did it? I think she's probably worried that people will switch on <laughs> at that moment and think, oh, this is just... Um, I'm static. Country yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just concerned that you said on the count of three and then started. I was expecting on the count of three, one, two, three. That's. Oh, did I not do the count no. of three? No, well, you, you know what? I threatened to and then yeah. didn't. So much to do, so little time. 
I, just, I, uh, I feel like I was thinking about that instead of listening to the bird song. I'm sorry, Al. So is, often um, the way I'm distracted. By the way, is mm. country file a, a pawn on people who like the country? And a file oh. on the country. Oh, like, oh, um, like let's filial. be careful. Uh, yeah, uh, what file like, can we use? File. Oh, thank you, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I'm relaxed. <laughs> it's all right, uh, we're through it, we're I know, through it. I know, I know, I just felt <clears throat> stiff with stress. Yeah. Uh, country think it file. Is? Is no, I'll no, tell you what I, I think. Well, I, what is the meaning, the various meanings? File about the country. I know, but a, a file is a weird mm. thing because it's an office thing. The last, the opposite of the country. Yeah. I anyone, think it might be a pun. Chris, can anyone tell <laughs> us if there's a double meaning to country? If file? Chris Packham is listening, he won't be. He, he'll, he'll have switched off after the bird song. <laughs> I think he's thinking to himself, well, it won't get any better than that. He's just voted that for best radio moment of yeah. 2021. And now he's listening to Eaton Rifles in his country <laughs> home and uh, very carefully rearranging his. Um, his stuff you know we yeah. we filmed at his house and we moved his stuff a bit oh and uh, we said we took a photo so we can put it back in exactly the same mm, place mm. and he said it's alright I'll remember exactly where oh. it goes wow good man lovely man though but likes animals better than people oh yeah, yeah. a lot of that now Johnny Andrews of Auckland who sent us the bird things also oh, yeah. sent us some um, traditional New Zealand confectionery oh really I'll put one on your desk, Al. You got it? What is it? I've got a cherry ripe. There you go. Oh, Sorry to hear that. Sounds all right. You should give it a try. I don't know what, I've got, what um, a cherry ripe, ripe is. I've got juice, cherries and coconut in old, gold, rich, dark chocolate. Oh, results. Sorry, I was just practising my voice over... Uh, no, that, that could be. If anyone's listening to this... Remember, there's yeah. advertisers listening to this. Yeah, we'll, dr- we'll drive self. That's what we want. Yeah. Um, I've got... Do you know what I've got, Frank? Urban but not stupid. That's the voice we've been searching Thank for. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, I've got a... Sort of quote. What's your what, What's your What's them? I tried to. I tried to. Um, Mine's put, Pinky. There you go. Um, <laughs> it, what is it though? It's um, marshmallow and caramel oh. covered in. Sorry, no. I'm going to do it again. If I as if I'm doing the voiceover. Pinky, marshmallow and caramel covered in milk chocolate. That's good. Okay. Well, the fifty percent pres- less fat. Uh, than what? Oh, does it say 50% <laughs> exactly. less VAT? Oh, no, it's fat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to try and top that. I'll do mine after the break. <laughs> Let, let's go out on that. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Hey, we've lit up the switchboard with the um, confectionery from New Zealand conversation. Oh, yeah. We yeah. really have, Al. Turns out my um, voiceover audition <laughs> description of Cherry Ripe, um, a lot of people are angry. Well, maybe we're superimposing the anger onto the text message. There's but been... see if you think this sounds angry. <laughs> 654, for instance. Yes. Cherry Ripe is, caps lock, Australian. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, We've also, yeah, Cherry Ripe is an Australian chocolate bar. This kiwi... Is an imposter. Oh, Scott's man. a true Kiwi. What an oh, interesting thing to uh, care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but good. That's good to know. Um, yeah. Maybe it's across the two countries. That's possible. Isn't it, it might be. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm chewing on a perky nana. Are you? Yeah. Goodness um, sake. Uh, it's very much my catchment area nowadays. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it's called, Perky Nana, and it's uh-huh. it's got uh, a, a chimpanzee on it, what I believe uh, Harry Hill used to call the chimpanzee. Yes. And um, it's a banana-flavoured chew bar Ooh. covered with... And i got to tell you, it's really nice. Is it? You know, there's a certain flavour in sweets called banana, which, in fact, bears no resemblance to anything I've ever tasted from a banana. Uh-huh. Mm. But you'd know it. You'd know it's supposed yeah. to be... It's better than banana, I'll be straight with you. Uh-huh. Have we... Uh, Why don't we get be... those, though? Pardon? Why don't we get those? I find it weird that there's a... A market for them in Australia and New Zealand, but we're not getting offered them here. Why I is find, that? I find think Perky Nana would be... And it's Cadbury's. It's not some obscure yeah, exactly. um, Kiwi... It's uh, a very different catchment area. We're probably okay. going to get a I mean, call from be, Johannesburg. Be people <laughs> interested. Perky Nana is at African bar. 
There'd be plenty of interest, I think, in the Kinana. Yeah. yeah. Wayne Rooney would be straight in. We are he. Have we uh, mentioned the cake, Frank? Did oh, we, yeah. Did oh, we give wow. it its propers? It's R-E-S-P-C-T, find out what it means to be. Yeah, we well, can't our, be talking about shop-bought confectionery <laughs> when there's this Our assistant We've got the real Sylvester Faye. McCoy in the studio. Yes, Faye, whose birthday is on the same day as mine, which is the upcoming Thursday, um, has made a cake. So she's had to make her own birthday cake, which is slightly tragic, but she's also made mine, which is slightly sycophantic. It's a mm-hmm. double loser. No. But it is, it's a beautiful... Oh, man. Is it it's beautiful, a, it's, Bernard Matthews? It is. It's lovely. It's top-end cake. I've scraped the icing off. Oh, it, I see the icing has really got a good. meringue element to it. It's beautiful. Even though Chrissy Hind said... <laughs> <laughs> Don't get meringue. Um, but no, it's, it's great. She's a great, uh, great uh, bake, baker. Bakist? Yeah, baker. baker. I like bacon. You can say that now about um, females, I think, because bacon has become a, 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 a universal. Frank, trend. they're doing some drilling upstairs at Absolute Radio. Can you tell them to stop? Yes, that, there's a dentist rented the upstairs. <laughs> um, now that the, <laughs> less, less um, presenters are coming in live. <laughs> <laughs> they're renting out rooms. Yes. Um, and I might have to go up there. I've got a, bit, I've got a perky nana just wedged. <laughs> Oh, for God's sake, put the music on. Um, is it that time already? I'm sorry. I mean, I, I'm not, am I the last one to know? Is all, yeah. the, has all the time thing happened behind my back? Always yeah. the way, dear. Sorry, I'd have gone r- rattling on for ages. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the PN. Anything else happening in the... What happened to Lembit Opic? Well, Not we know. info about that. Oh. I do have some info about that. Oh, do you? Oh. Yes, we heard from one of our, I'm going to call them show correspondents. Oh, yeah. Apparently, um, he is now working for BBC Radio Kent. Oh. Is he really? Mm, apparently so. Well, they all end up in radio in the end when things go wrong. That was from uh, <laughs> Neil Francis. Neil Francis, what, who used to work here? Yeah, I believe he used to work here, yeah. Mm. Oh, how lovely. He used mm. to be on before us, I remember. Yes, I do remember. Hello, Welcoming Neil. Welcoming and friendly he was in our early days. Mm. So, yeah, inf- informative and friendly. Something I'm hearing a lot on the telly, I don't know if you hear this, but um, people talk about things, uh, British things, that are envied all over the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um Recently, I've heard it said of the Premier League and also about our financial services. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Yeah. It's the British things that are envied all over the world. Um, I think you've just said them. things. Uh, um, Yeah, I can see why. I think our parades... You reckon? No, they're not well. as good as the North Koreans. I knew he was going to say that. I so but I knew. Would, but I wouldn't swap them. As soon as you mentioned parades, I thought, massive North Korea missile, Frank loves it. <laughs> I can see that sort of half-soakedness and, and personal, general personal freedom being envied across the world. But do people honestly think, oh, man. You lost me that personal freedom. Oh, yeah. come off it. You try <laughs> living in one of them places, matey. Anyway... <laughs> Um, when I say one of them places, yes. North Korea, North Korea, <laughs> for example, um, e- after Barney, people say, "Wow, oh, man, them financial services in Britain—they're amazing." Well, no, co- no, they don't, they don't Frank. Say. It's the bear skins they like. Yes, I think you're right. Anyway, sorry. Barney regularly sees a bloke riding a penny farthing oh. outside his uh, window. He says, I wish I knew who he was so I could throw... I, I wish I knew, I'm sorry, when he was on his way so I could throw a spear through his spokes. <laughs> it's all got a bit Ben-Hur. <laughs> and he refers to them as um, a, a sort of uh, inoffensive, but nevertheless, I'm not going to share it, uh, some sort of uh, category of swear word, and then hipsters. Oh, oh OK. I see. It's a very hipster thing, the penny farthing, isn't it? Well, David Bedell told me a story about... Um, you know Nick Hancock, who used to host mm, Room yeah. 101. Very funny Very bloke. Very funny man. Very funny bloke. And they were playing football, I think, in a park in Battersea. 
and a guy went past in the full tweeds and the, you know, plus fours mm. on a penny farthing bike, cycling really, really quickly along the thing. And Nick Hancock immediately turned to Dave and said, well, he's very late for work. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous work by Hancock. Frank Skinner. Uh, do you want to know a couple of things that people have seen outside their window? Yes, I do. Michael says, I saw a car fall off the back of the top deck of a car transporter. Oh, I've, I've never of, seen that. I've dreamt of that happening. Well, this happened in Birmingham 1998. I'm afraid you'd moved on at that point. I was sat in my uni digs revising and my desk by the window overlooked a roundabout for the A38... Oh, yeah. Crystal Rose. Can I just say... It's not the ex-comedians. That was the most brilliant ex-comedians thing you both went, simultaneously. Oh, yeah. I believe there's a Wurzel song called Rockin' Around the A38. It goes goes right down to Bristol, I believe. I must get that from... Hence the Bristol Road. Me Apple Music. Can't wait to hear that one. (laughs) On the Birmingham front... Cider Apple Music, it'll be on. Oh... (laughs) Uh, Jordan Gregg, 1980. wonder when he was born. Morning, Frank, Al and DME. Read Frank's comment recently about rag and bone men lo- no longer being around. Mm. Do you remember mm-hmm. mentioning that, Frank? Yes, I was talking about um, in, in Tipton in the West Midlands. There used to be... Um, a lot of people used to have a horse in the garden. They were like rag and bone men. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a, a regular feature when I was a kid and it's, it's, I think it's gone. Okay, here in Stourbridge. Oh, yes. Stourbridge, they still come round most weekends tatting. They have speakers on the van. Speakers now. Yeah. Playing an old black country bloke calling out scrap eon, any old scrap eon. Frank will need to translate all items. Praise redacted, all the best, Jordan. Okay. I'm afraid he went on to say, come on, you wolves, and that was last week. But uh, so That it's... was a bit of bad luck for him, then. <laughs> well, I only read that, knowing the result. <laughs> um, scrappy on, any old scrappy on, over to you, Frank Skinner, how it should be done, the real pro. Well, I mean, the, I you could never tell what they were saying, mm. but it would have been, scrappy hey scrappy So it was always that. And you just, you knew it was them, but you didn't know what they actually were after. I've got, now here's an old friend of the show. Do you remember Nicholas Hemingway? Oh, yeah. Yes, pencils. Yes, he sent us some lovely uh, stainless steel propelling pencils. Well, he sent me for my birthday. All right, take it easy. He sent me, (laughs) uh, hope you like my new traveller pen, the newest edition in my collection. Um, small enough to carry with you on the go. Yeah, because some pens, <laughs> I mean, they're so big, you wouldn't want to be travelling yeah. with them. Um, not that we're going anywhere at the moment, he says, in a little bit of social comment from uh, Hemmers. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> uh, but, but then, don't worry, Alan and Emily, you both receive one on your birthday too, smiley face. Excellent. Oh. So a big happy birthday from everyone at nicholashemingway.com. Now... As for plugging stuff, I've got to tell you, that propelling pencil I still use, and it's a very, very fine yes. writing implement. So try um, nicholashemingway.com if you like a nice pen or pencil. It's the top end. Really good stuff. <clears throat> Do you know Robert Frost, the poet, um, he bought a holiday place in uh, Florida, mm. and he called it Pencil Pines, is what he called the land that he bought. And he, he sort of he said, oh. because every dollar I've ever made in my life involved using a pencil. <laughs> oh, I love oh, that. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. There's one for you, Hemmers. <laughs> Put that on your quotes. <laughs> Mm. Um, this is Frank Skinner, by the way, on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. <laughs> yeah. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Did ye see, you boys, um, I'm sure you must have caught some of the proceedings, the, I'm going to go, I want to call it something quite horrible, Let's see how this catches on. The inaugs. 
Oh. oh. Did you see the inaugs this week? I don't like the inaugs. I, I watched I the like highlight some... programme. Oh, yeah, match of the inaugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Doctor Who. He got it the wrong way. He thought it was a do- an old Doctor Who. Um, President Joseph Robinette Biden. Robinette? Mm. Is that like a small Robin? <laughs> I saw somebody calling him pre- pre- uh, Joe Biden, Joseph Biden Jr. And I was thinking, at his age, are we still distinguishing oh, no. between I mean, junior yeah. and senior? You find Sh- that window's closed, mate. Like, when someone funds the yeah. house, is, it, is that you or your dad? <laughs> if Come I, if, uh, I would say, if I'd never heard or seen Joe Biden, and he was interviewed on a end-of-the-news item as the world's oldest man. Yeah. I wouldn't question it for one yeah. second. If they said yeah. 168-year-old Joseph Biden, I'd think, yeah. well... If he was one of those Guinness World of Records that I have yeah. stored away... Uh-huh. He, I think he, it, it's quite possible he's the oldest man on the planet. So, Joseph Robinette Biden... Robinette... Junior. Can yeah, I say, I watched the highlights instead of doing Joe Wicks oh. that day. Oh, do you only do Joe's? Because I find embarrassment is a great cardiovascular <laughs> exercise. And also, I don't know about you, Al, you're an exercise man. I get stiffness around the shoulders and neck and I find squirming really <laughs> loosens it up. What did you squirm at? Well... But look, I, lo- I love America in many ways. I've had great times there. Many of my heroes are Americans, poets, writers, actors. Uh-huh. You, you live next door Comedians. to some Americans. But, very yeah, nice. I love Americans. Mm. But there is a part of American culture when they get mawkish yeah. and embarrassing. They don't seem to have that, hold on, am, is this a bit... Naff. They don't. They don't have that. They don't they, have. A, is this a bit much or is it? No. Is this a bit naff? They right? don't have. Is this a bit dot dot dot? They don't have that. <laughs> is it? Is it that they tend to? They don't have a, a, sen- a sentiment alert. Do you know what I, I mean? Do. That you yeah. think, okay, I'm going to rein this back in, and I think. Um, and like I say, I you know, I love so much about America, but that I find so, I just get embarrassed on their behalf. And mm-hmm. when you say that you mean specifically the music, the There's a lot of it, songs. Isn't there? Well let's take the way they emote over a song. If you take, oh yeah, they if, do that. Yeah, although I must say, if there's one thing I enjoy watching, it's a bunch of atheists getting all misty-eyed about Amazing Grace. (laughs) (laughs) You got Professor Brian Cox. Yeah. Can I just say, though, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., Mm -hmm. one of your lot, Frank. Yeah, second Catholic um, president. Is that the second? JFK? JFK was the first. Is he really only the second? Only the second. That's remarkable, isn't it? That makes you wonder, don't you? I'm trying to keep him out. (laughs) (laughs) You got one of your rosary crew in there. It's all good. Don't have had an atheist yet. But or at least um, one one who admitted. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry, Frank. You were saying Amazing Grace, yes, because Garth. Garth Crooks, as a lot of people said yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Well, I really made that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> thought that is a surprise booking. Yeah, Garth, you... Crook, Garth Crooks came on and picked his team of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, the producer's going absolutely barmy. We'll come back to Garth Brooks, okay. country superstar. Yeah. Do they play him on country hits? Huge. They do. Huge buckle. The producer works on uh, country hits as well. Oh, yeah. Which is one of one of ours, isn't it? One yeah. of our stations. Very good, actually. Let's try it, yeah. yeah. on Absolute Radio. So we were discussing the inaugs. No? Yeah. Still not loving it? Uh, we... I don't like the phrase sworn in either. They said <laughs> President Joe Biden was sworn in. I think, yeah, my kids are every time we go out on a dog walk. Get in the house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It started, we should say, with Lady Gaga... Oh, yeah. And she had quite the dress. I mean, it was a huge... I noticed... You know how you get... You probably get irritated, Frank, when you hear, let's say, poets' names being mispronounced. I have a similar thing with fashion designers. Oh. And one of the CNN, I think it was, correspondents said, and she's wearing a beautiful dress by Schiaparelli. 
Oh. It's Italian deer. It's a hard Schiaparelli. sea. Schiaparelli. Oh, Schiaparelli. He probably grew up on. Uh, he probably grew up on the High Chaparral, the Western <laughs> series. And I have a theory that. about her dress. Go on. I don't know if you noticed because I think it sort of set Twitter alight that um, she was wearing a big brooch, wasn't she? Massive. Oh like, yeah. Um, a dove. A dove. And oh, people yeah. were saying, oh, it symbolises peace or something. It probably did. I I thought that's so big, there's no way she chose that. I think she'd spilled a bit of yoghurt on that dress. Yeah. I that, think That'd be a handy thing to have a big brooch for that. Yes, I think she's prone to a muller fruit corner, maybe um, the chocolatey flakes ones and oh, the well, banana. Well, she's off German stock, I think, so <laughs> she probably does enjoy a muller. Yeah, I am. Um, Just a theory. She's one, of course, of the um, the fancy <laughs> dress stars. <laughs> you know, Lady yeah. Gaga. I imagine if she'd worn the meat dress to the inauguration. Oh, not, not this inauguration. Maybe the last one would have been Still fine. Still, with that weather, I mean, it was freezing out there. Would have been. But you know what I mean? A nice the, Paloma Faith. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Boy George. Uh-huh. Fancy dress. Um, used to be Elton John before he. Yeah. I think he finally settled on the shell suit. <laughs> as yeah. his uh, default <laughs> look. <laughs> so I think there's a certain obligation with her. Mm. She thinks, I can't just go up and think, yeah, well, it's a form of occasion. I've, yes. got to, I've got to be a bit wacky. Yeah. I did notice, I have to say, you know, she did very well, but I did notice... Notice I sounded like Donald Trump there, my voice went up. She did very well, very <laughs> well, very well. Very well. But... I did notice, Frank, we've discussed the taking the elevator down instead of up syndrome oh, with yeah. the live performance before, haven't we? Oh, Can you yeah. briefly remind people what that is with the high Yeah, note? I saw... Um, I had to uh, call out David Bowie, who's obviously something of a, a genius, but um, I saw him doing Young Americans and there's a bit where which goes, what, there's one damn song that can make me... And then he goes... That bit. Yeah. And when I saw him live, he went, There's one damn song that can make me. And I thought, No, I want the high note. Yeah. Well, he took the elevator down instead he of He did, up. he did. Now, I noticed Gaga did that. Did she? Because. I, I thought she took the took it higher than she needed to take she it. didn't there's that i think i believe it's the top c is the land of the free is the highest note in the song the right. free <sighs> which whitney houston famously yeah. nailed she said the land of the free i think there was a she high c all of them i think she there was a high c high. in there though i Do think you? it was it was rough weather was <laughs> um, I, she took it down for but free. She, she took some up that she need that she needed yeah. to took up. Well, I that's mean, it. She, she was. Um, I believe Pavarotti <laughs> was known as the king of the high seas, as in you know, <laughs> like a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you make of? Uh, well, that, but that is a point you see about uh, the Americans not um, not thinking. Oh, I'm not sure about this. Mm. If I was asked to sing the national anthem, yeah, that's a thing. I know yeah, I'm not. That's going to happen. <laughs> but I can only sing the national anthem in my football voice. Uh-huh. If you start singing the national anthem seriously, mm. they're all a bit national mm. anthemy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got to give yourself yeah. the foot. If she'd use the football voice, it gives you a bit of distance from oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> but she was all sincere and. No. <laughs> so, has no one pointed out that it is the last refuge of the scoundrel? <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were talking inauguration. Did you notice J-Lo? I mean, how could you not? She slipped in one of her own songs. Did she? Yes. Cheeky. She, she slipped in... Uh, she did a song, I'm sure you're familiar with it, Let's Get Loud. Let's get oh, I loud. I don't really Let's know her. Loud. I don't know her oofra. No, okay. J-Lo wasn't loud. on the um, match of the inauguration <laughs> highlights reel that I watched. Was she not? She didn't make it. She didn't make it. Gaga did. And um, Garth, Garth? Garth Crooks slash Brooks made it. Garth she, uh, Brooks um, finished his uh, song and yeah. then in a complete... Um, <laughs> Forgot COVID existed. Yeah, <laughs> hugged. I uh, loved that. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton and George Bush. Well, he yeah. hugged. I think he went to hug all of the former presidents, mm-hmm. and then did a brilliant comedy double take when he realised he'd forgotten 
to hug um, the one he voted for, <laughs> which was Bush. And he and he stopped and he ran back yeah. and gave him a bit... It was rather touching, actually. You should just say that apparently he had had a negative COVID test three <laughs> days in a row. So, I, I mean, a lot of people have reacted on the internet thinking that he was like a one-man biohazard or something, but I don't think he was. I think well, he was fine. I, I and with that, Stetson, you yeah. can't get within a country mile, if you know what They're I very mean. Good. I think what will happen <laughs> is that Bush and Clinton will both get COVID. Oh, God. He'll get the blame. Oh. Yeah. And then someone will say, no, no, on the way in, they were hogged by a bloke on the grassy knoll. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be anything to do with him. Yeah. I hope not. He was, I love that hat he wears. Though. Oh, I do love it. I think he used to be flown, didn't he, on stage? Did he? Did he? Yeah, he used to go up on the, on the wire. Did he? <laughs> Must be on the. uh, You'll know you you work on uh, country hits. You didn't know that, Sarah. (laughs) Um, Also, the other thing um, that everyone was talking about was uh, Bernie. Can I just say that wasn't the best moment in J Lo's set? You didn't. She suddenly started to stop singing and started talking Spanish. Yeah, I assumed. She was having a go at the sound man. It had that kind of... It made me think, God, if you went out with J-Lo, this is what it'd be like if you got in a bit late. Right. It 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 had the air of uh, when I saw Russell Grant in Edinburgh shouting off stage at the stage manager, leave that, please. Yeah. About to play the bow on. I I don't know, I'm sure she was saying very noble things, but it really sounded like, what the... Has it been on Translate? <laughs> she also, I, she looks suspiciously like she was wearing a Nazi cyanide ring. Did she? You know those ones that you just press the side thing and, and you can, if you're captured, you can take the side. Really just, in case, lo- just in case Donald changed his mind and did show up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was, uh, oh, that's the A-Rod engagement ring. Oh, oh yeah. is it? God, it's Canary, uh, He's Canary put Canary cyanide dime. in an engagement <laughs> ring. I mean, A-Rod's got a few quid. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So I, I shouldn't think J Lo is. Uh, no, she's not stra- cash strapped. I remember yeah. she was one of the uh, uh, people who did. Remember that big uh, charity thing when people perform. <laughs> the, you know, the the night of I'm tilt handing. <laughs> she <laughs> she was in like a. I thought she'd gone to the pub or do it in the park. It was in a garden. J Lo. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would have, I'd have a few Rivita in the ring if you're going to go that far from the house, get uh, peckish. Yes. But check it out. It, it does look like it's a, a last resort piece of jewellery. Yeah. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Sorry, you were just talking about Bernie Sanders and his, yes. uh, his lovely mittens. Yes. And his coat. Bernie Sanders. He really wrapped up for it, didn't he? Yes, did I, I think I called him Saunders Se- earlier. Why did I do I think I was he's, thinking... He's 79, so you've got to be careful. Well, I'll tell you what. He had one of those coats, Frank. Do you... It can be best described thusly. I went to an outdoors shop with you once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Frank spent so long trying on clothes, Alan... Is this I, when you ate Kendall Mint Cake in the I shop? I disappeared downstairs <laughs> to get Kendall Mint Cake to keep yeah. me going. To get, yeah, exactly. But he, Endurance. He turned round and uh, he put a coat... He's looked up in a sports yeah. shop. He tried on a coat. He said, what do you think of this, then? I said, oh, I don't mind it, desperately, clamouring for the Kendall Mint Cake. He said... I just worry it makes me look a bit like that bloke who leaves the match early. Yeah. And I thought it was such a brilliant observation. And that's what Bernie's coat was along those lines for me. Well, Uh Bernie, of course, is, um, by American standards, quite... He's he's like Mr Left. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And... uh, the the, uh, the the mittens apparently <laughs> were made from old old the re knitting of old jumpers that have been cast out. Yeah. And the inside was lined with a material made from recycled plastic bottles. Yeah. Oh, have a day off. <laughs> it's all right to have a day off. You're seventy nine. A lot of people were tweeting us referring to uh the late Michael Foote, of course, at, at yeah. the, the Senator. I did think of also of what I believe was called Jeremy Corbyn's <laughs> communist cap. <laughs> yes, <laughs> remember that? <laughs> and he said, it's not a communist cap, it's, it's, a, it's a cap. But it was very, like, worn by uh, Lenin in the old <laughs> yeah. but, you know. 
It cake. reminded me of when Carlos Tevez refused to get off the bench and just sat there in his anorak. Do you remember that? It no, was. I don't remember I do that. Remember. There was a sort of belligerence about the anorak, wasn't there? It was like, well, I'll come. It's like if someone goes to a wedding and really doesn't want to be there. Yes. And turns up in what I call grudge clothes. Ah, uh, yeah. We've all done grudge clothes. Well, I'm very strict on weddings that I wear the suit and tie. I Good remember having a, a debate once with Noel Fielding. He was at a wedding. And Let me it, guess, T-shirt with a, a tie motif on it? I remember he had a, a kit bag on his back that was like a tube of refreshers. And I said, look, oh. it's not about you. <laughs> yeah. It's not your day. Um, well, Frank, it's all right. Frank we got, was in a white dress at the time. We got past it. <laughs> Bit of a clash. Um, Fishtail. I tell you what I noticed about Bernie. He was carrying a big brown envelope. Was he? Yeah. It's all and, and George um, Graham back in the yeah, day. Yeah. Well, it was absolutely made for you know that this that this is I would call this a uh, a genre of news reporting, and it is the close up of the carried document. Oh, yeah. You know this? <laughs> they zoom in on a carried document. If anyone, uh, 81215, your favourite carried document uh, story. Good texting. <laughs> I, like, I particularly like, there's one of the England uh, cricket coach carried, <laughs> and when they went in close, it was things to say to the Australians that will annoy them. <laughs> and they'd written that down and discussed it in a meeting. How embarrassing is that for that to come out? Oh. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. We're talking about Bernie's jacket. Can at I the give inaugur- you my quote of the week from the inauguration? And it wasn't oh. actually, it didn't happen at the inauguration, but it was from a woman called Jen Ellis. Mm. who made Bernie's mittens. Oh, yeah. And she's had thousands of people contact her on the internet saying, can I get some of those mittens? I I want them as well. They probably want them free, don't they, because they'll be socialists. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, she said, look, I'm a a teacher and a mom. I don't have, you know, I made those as a, I've made about 10 pairs. I can't, I can't start. She said I've had like 80,000. And this was her quote. She said, sometimes in this world, you just can't get everything you want. Good point. (laughs) What about mittens? People trying to buy mittens from you. Well, um, she's right. Anti-retail. Mick Mick Jagger (laughs) was telling me that only several decades (laughs) ago. (laughs) Through the medium of song, Al. Yes, you're right. But at least he added a little optimistic proviso. (laughs) You try sometime. Yeah. Apparently, I get what I need. Mm. We we should discuss who wasn't at the inauguration, which is um, the Donald, the Donald himself. And I think, I mean, I I think the press might be interested in division and mischief here, because they wrote it up as if like Donald Trump is not attending the inauguration, as if all the people that were attending would be even remotely bothered. And I think everyone that was attending thought. Good. I don't want him to come anyway. I'm glad he, he didn't attend. I'll tell you what it reminded me of. When Bob Monkhouse was sacked from the golden shot. <laughs> it's very similar, Frank. The popular game show. That on the la- on his last episode, and he'd been he'd been removed from the show. I think he'd done an advert or something which went against Aww. guidelines. And he was being replaced by a comic called Norman Vaughan, whose mm. catchphrase was Oh and um, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> He doesn't sound great. No, he was all right. But, you know, he wasn't Bob Monkhouse. And, That's but not what? A but they, they had the great idea. Are we all? Well, he elaborated it. In the end, he would go, "Dodgy Elsie Tanner." That was his catchphrase. Different and, times. Anyway, on the la- on Bob's last episode, although they did have to give in and bring him back years later, they had the two of them doing the show. Uh, he's sort of shadowing Bob Monkers. Can oh, you imagine the anxiety? Oh. And Bob kept saying things about getting sacked and stuff. It was really dark, <laughs> difficult, <laughs> brilliant. But that's well, what it would have been like. Yeah. But Donald's playlist was inspired, I have to say. We had Eye of the Tiger, we had House of the Rising Sun, mm-hmm. and then it, YMCA... House of the Rising Sun was a strange choice. 
Yes. In that it's about um, a house of what they it's used to call the Been the of many a poor boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Lord, I know I'm Art one. Vintages, but and the, then but, sorry, Frank. When the plane, when the plane took off <laughs> to the final plane. Sorry. To the strains of. To my way. <laughs> But yeah. what was amazing is it, it went along and you could hear, but what is um, and all that, and it went along. And then at the end, he goes, I did it my way. And then there's a da 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 da. And it just when he comes back in, yeah. I did it my <laughs> And as he says, why, the wheels leave the tarmac. It was it absolutely was perfect. Yeah. Really good. And whatever you think about Donald Trump, I don't think there is any American president more entitled to leave <laughs> to my way yeah. than he did. I, I think the whole world heard that song and thought, yep, you certainly Fair did. Enough. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. We're not going to argue with that. No, but the timing on those wheels leaving the top. It was extraordinary. Man. Can I say, I know we've got to wrap up quickly, Trump style. However, <laughs> Lee Thomas has sent in, you were talking about uh, zoomed in... Favourite magnified private documents. Let's leave this. If anyone has any during the week, do text an email. VMPM. No, No. VMPD. VMPD, Okay. No, F. This isn't working. Favourite magnified private document. Uh, That's good. Lee Thomas has sent us in a screen grab and referred to Paul Ince's notepad when manager of Blackburn, which simply says shoot on it, (laughs) you may recall. Tactical genius. (laughs) That's brilliant. I remember Dave Gorman told me that he'd had a a bit of a falling out with a publicity guy who'd done a terrible job on his tour or something. And he had a. He said, oh, "But you know, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, and I want to work with you, but it's really upsetting when you don't work with me." And as he left, he looked at the guy's pad, oh. notepad, and all he'd written in the top left-hand corner was "Do better." <laughs> oh. Look, um, I would give you a little whistle to go out, but the water's come out my bird. Oh, that was um, sorry, awful. I'm really so I've ruined the whole show. Don't, no, no, no. <laughs> um, it's all right. Most people are long gone. Um, and if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. 